We're going at it at 110%. I just want five minutes of happiness, please. Just give me five minutes. And they did it! They did it! What the hell was that? Oh yeah! What the fuck are you talking about? Good evening, everyone. Happy Monday. We are the Sports Hounds exclusively here on A2D Radio. I'm Rob Brinkman. He's Brad Ryer. Frank Vespi is producing the show. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow. Don't miss anything here on A2D Radio. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. If you miss anything here, wherever you get your podcasts, download us, listen to us whenever you want. Spreaker, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes, TakeOver Talk, A2D Radio, Absolutely everywhere. Our sponsors tonight, of course, he's Dr. Paul Vidal. He's our doc making moves too. At Specialized Physical Therapy, two convenient locations in Burlington and Cherry Hill. He's our doc. Make them yours too. Also brought to you by Body Check Wellness, a line of products that promotes wellness, balance, and recovery by using the full potential of hemp. They come in extracts, blends, gummies, and topicals. Use promo code A2D for 25% off your order. We had a lot to talk about. This is the first time we're on the air since the epic madness that was the Major League Baseball trade deadline. A lot of teams got better. A lot of good trades on, on both ends of the spectrum. Teams that were rebuilding, I thought, did well. And I thought some contenders really loaded up. So we're going to talk about that. A couple dropped the ball too, Rob. A couple dropped the ball, yeah. But... Even teams like the Red Sox, who we were talking about, dropped the ball because they didn't get pitching. They didn't do it nothing. No, but they didn't do it nearly enough. It, you know, Houston didn't get a starting pitcher, which I thought they kind of needed. Thank God. <laughs> um, you know, we'll get into all the trades, all the we'll re-rack each league, do some predictions, see if the Yankees, see if the Phillies, who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to be competing for a world championship – Come October, we have NBA free agency started today. A lot of moving and shaking going on so far. Lonzo Ball's on the Bulls. Jimmy Butler gets massive money from the Miami Heat. Uh, I'm missing one. Chris Paul goes back to the Suns. I think that's the, the, the summary of guys that, that have moved so far. We'll see what the Sixers do. We'll see what the Knicks do. Uh Obviously, we had an NBA draft. Russell Westbrook now on uh, the Lakers right. with LeBron and AD. I, I don't like that trade at all for either team. Yeah, I, I can't remember a trade in, in recent memory that I hate more than the Russell Westbrook to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers trade. First of all, if you're the Wizards, you play really good down the stretch, Brad. Uh, yeah, I don't with, get. I don't get it. I mean, with Westbrook and Beal. Did the and they, they got a pile of trash. They got a pile of trash for Russell Westbrook. Kyle Kuzma stinks. Like, I, I don't get it. So, I mean, that just clears the way for your Knicks and then the Sixers in the middle pack of that Eastern Conference because I don't think the Wizards are going to be anything now. And, you know, the Knicks, they brought back Nerlens. It looks like they're going to get Fournier. Thought they dropped the ball with Lonzo Ball. I agree. Perfect. I agree. However, there are some other point guards out there. We'll see. 
I've heard rumors that uh, who's who is their point guard uh, the backup for Chris Paul, by the way, Cameron Payne. Yeah, I've heard I, he. I've heard uh, I've heard him mentioned prominently, by the way, uh, with the Knicks. Terrific player. Yeah, they they great they, story. If you really want to dive into it, I mean, it, pretty probably, good player at Michigan State. Went bounced around, journeyman, G League, out of the league. Then he's you know competing for an NBA championship last year. That would be a great get for anyone, let alone a team that's so destitute at the point guard position like the New York Knicks. Well, they're they're gonna they're gonna get somebody. The question is who. You know that's kind of the. I mean, right now, you know, right now you're looking at Derrick Rose and the uh, Emmanuel quickly, and I I think. I think quickly is better served coming off the bench as a shooting guard right now. And I think uh, Rose is best served coming off the bench. So he doesn't have to play too many minutes with his knees. So, yeah, we'll take a look at the free agency. We got Frank Vesby, our great producer on the case. If anything big happens, he'll bring it to us. Uh, We'll talk about the draft. uh, That was what did and didn't happen in terms of uh, Ben Simmons and some of these big time moves that we thought we were going to say that just didn't come to fruition. I can't believe Ben Simmons is still on the Sixers. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm speechless. There's a I lot. Guess. I mean, there's been a lot of weird things that have been going on. But like, where does Daryl Morey get the nerve? Get the nerve to ask for you know four first round picks and like two established young players. No, an all star, an all star, and, and an established young player, and four what? first round picks, right? Who is – I mean, is he kidding me? Ben Simmons is not that valuable. He's just not. He's I mean, damaged he's nice, goods. He's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, that's it. Ben yeah. Simmons will never win an NBA championship, ever. I'll put – Not unless he's – Put the mortgage he, on it, folks. Not, not unless he's in a perfect situation. Even if he's in a perfect situation, I don't think that he can he, – he just can't get it done. Because well, if he's not the point guard, he's a baby. If anyone criticizes him, he's a baby. He's not aggressive. He's soft. He's coddled. He's a spoiled brat. Like, he thinks he's good enough. He doesn't think he has to get better. So, like, I don't understand he why he would want to. Do does he not read the uh, stat sheet and see, you know, just how bad he is at the free throw line? Or does I he not feel ben Simmons, uh, ben Simmons reads stat sheets. But I don't know like what stat sheets he reads or how he thinks that his free throw percentage and his lack there of of being aggressive and just like commanding basketball games down the stretch with his all the physical tools that he has is just it's just lost on him. It's I mean, kind of sad, really. He lost he lost the championship for you, no question. Um he was. Yeah, the I don't want to I mean, go that far because even if, we're not talking about we're not talking about the greatest of all time either. We're talking about the goat, as in the one that's the loser, the goat of the series. For the Sixers. no doubt, no doubt he, they lost the Hawks series. I don't know if they're beating the Bucks. Maybe not. I mean, it, it, the Bucks seem to raise their level of play during the NBA playoffs. So I don't know that. I think you might be right about that, but. I mean, there's no question. There's no question about the fact that he he, uh, you know, he's he he, you know what the bed. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a wide open dunk, you have a wide open dunk, and, and he passes pass it. Yeah, I mean, it just it, he was basically doing that 
you know, for the uh, for the entire playoffs. I might if he's on the team opening night, I might buy a ticket to a Sixers game and just to boom. <laughs> I want to sit right in the front, right in the front. You, you know that guy. I mean, you you won't you won't know because you're not you're watching the Knicks, but. We have this super fan. He's like an old, like he's one of the best lawyers in all of Philadelphia. He's at every game. Say that the sign guy. That the guy uh, that he doesn't, he doesn't have a sign. He's got. He looks like Santa Claus. He's got the white hair. He's got a beard. He always sits right next to the bench. He was okay, even at the yeah, Atlanta. I don't know who he is. He was even at the Atlanta games. Okay. In the playoffs, I, I want his seat opening night, and I, I just want to be in Ben Simmons' ear so much so that he he quits the team and leaves. Because, like, I don't think you can't win a championship. He can't be on this basketball team opening night. He can't. Neither can Danny Green after what he said. Yeah, some guys get it. Some guys get it, and some guys don't. No, I agree with you. I, I think they, I think they do need to to trade. I, I, I listen. If you're if you're Maury, you can ask whoever you want. You know, you can ask whoever you want to ask. Yeah, but Brad, this is what he's doing. What he's doing because the. Golden State Warriors reportedly were extremely interested in acquiring Ben Simmons. But, like, they threw out such a, an outrageous proposal of Wiseman, Wiggins, and four first-round picks. Again, these allegedly rumored that, you know, the, the Golden State brass were just, okay, like, we don't even know. We, we can't even negotiate this. Like, we're so far away, there's no point in even talking. So they just hang up the phone, and they don't pick up the phone again. I think the Sixers are playing the same game uh, that the Buffalo Sabres in hockey are playing with Jack Eichel. I, I, I think that that's, that's the whole problem. And you know what? They better be careful because they don't want to bring him to camp. It's a very bad it's a very bad thing if that happens. Yeah, we do have breaking news on the Sixers front. Furkan Korkmaz uh, coming back with the team three years, $15 million. That's not a bad signing. He really improved on the defensive end of the floor, and he's actually made himself into – someone that I used to make fun of because I didn't think he was a two-way player and good enough to be, you know, a contributor on, on a good basketball team to a guy that you can, he can hit some shots. He can, you know, he can do some stuff. So, I mean, good for him. Uh, 15 million, five years, five million a year for Furkan Korkmaz. That's, that's, that's good change for him. And he's going to help you be a good basketball team as well. Hey Frank, if anything happens with the Knicks, please flash it for us. <laughs> Um, and then the other the other shoe to drop in NBA free agency is is Lillard. I think that these teams in the East, the Boston, New Yorks, the Philadelphias of the world, uh, really let out a sigh of relief on draft night when the uh, Lakers went in the direction of Russell Westbrook instead of oh, trying absolutely. to trade for Dame Lillard. So I would keep an eye on Boston. I would keep an eye on Philadelphia, and I would keep an eye on the Knicks as well. Or the he seems to want to go, he does seem to want to go to New York. So we'll see. He doesn't seem to want to go to New York. No, he does seem to, it, it does seem like he does want to go to New York. So we'll see about that. For whatever reason, he seems to be, they, they seem to be making like he uh, keeps saying he, he really, he would like to be with New York. So I don't know. We'll see about that. Yeah. I mean, that would be a game changer. That'd be a game changer for the Knicks. The Knicks haven't had a guy like that, I guess, it since would. Ewing. Yeah, it would. It would. And they do have the cap the cap space to make deals like that. But we'll see. I mean, it's still it's still a, a ways off, I think. I, he's he hasn't demanded a trade yet, although he's getting pretty uh pretty antsy right now. 
So I mean, he says he wants to win, but he's also been extremely outspoken on not joining a super team. So, like, what do you want to do? I mean, Milwaukee winning the championship. Milwaukee winning the championship, like, that proves that a non-super team can win the championship. You don't have to have a super team to win the championship in the NBA. I know some people think that Milwaukee was a super team, and that's total nonsense. No, they didn't. They didn't go. They didn't go signing. Signing. uh, Go recruiting superstar free agents like LeBron James has to do because he's really just. You know, he's not capable and too lazy to carry a team by himself. So, no, I think he, I, th- I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, agree with that. Little, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. He did, it, he did it in Cleveland for years. And yeah, well, now, that he's, now he's 38. He's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not reliving those Cleveland days. You gotta get me, Dirk, you gotta get me. Some did it. Dirk Nowitzki did it without having to get it to get a million superstars. Um, you know, he did. You know, I mean, Akeem Olajuwon did it twice without having to get a million superstars on the team. You know, I mean, if you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo was able to do it without recruiting a million superstars. The Bucks, the first time they won, uh, they they didn't have to recruit a million superstars. I mean, they had Oscar Robertson, but with, with uh, Kareem, but Oscar was a hundred years old by that time. He was at the end of his career. He wasn't at his prime. So I mean, I don't think he was even starting back then. I think Dandridge was the start was the starting point guard back then. Wouldn't you agree that the super team, like it's how you build it, not who you have? Yeah, well, it's not just yeah, it's not just like the Warriors. The Warriors weren't weren't a super team until they signed Durant. Yeah, but even, even they were the, good. Even even then, I mean, they didn't go they didn't go out trying to buy buy everybody in sight. And to trade for everybody in sight, you know, to, to because because they because they had to do that. They had they already had a championship team before they brought in Durant. You know, they brought in Durant, and Durant just made it impossible. It, it went from almost impossible to beating that team to totally impossible to be to beating that team. You know, and next year that team's going to be awfully good. They'll get Clay Thompson back. You know, they're they're going to be. Uh, you know, Steph will be back. I would think that Wiseman, you're going to see a lot more out of him. I mean, they're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. And then, Brad, here in Philadelphia, I think a lot of people, myself included, a lot of people that do shows here at A2D, a lot of people that that listen loyally to A2D are going to have to eat a lot of crow, a lot of crow when it comes to Philadelphia Eagles general manager Howie Roseman. Because Carson Wentz practiced once for the Indianapolis Colts. He now needs foot surgery. And he's going to be at from five to 12 weeks. And I, Brad, I think you put it perfectly in our pre-show discussion that it's probably going to be closer to 12 weeks because Carson Wentz has the reputation and the track record of being soft. Exactly. And if he, if they, if he misses 12 weeks, you know, that would give you a second round pick for him instead of a first round pick. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I don't think the Colts are going to rush him back either. So no, I don't agree with that at all. They're going to want him to get on the field. The, the culture, culture now. I, I understand now for the Colts. You're not going to, you know, with with him, he's so he's so fragile. He might, uh, you know, he might twist his ankle up going back out there again, and then be out for the season. So they they got to be careful with him. And then obviously that changes the whole dynamic in the AFC South and the whole AFC. A, a lot of people, Absolutely. including myself, thought that the. Colts were going to mean business here with a franchise quarterback the caliber of Carson Wentz, but I don't know. 
Not a good look. Not a good look for Carson Wentz. Great look for Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, the fact that they were able to ditch him on another team certainly is not a, was not a bad thing because, I mean, again, again, he's hurt. And you know, you've you've always you've always been right about the fact that your biggest beef with him was his inability to stay on the field. And once again, you know that that whole thing, you know, rears its ugly head again. So at this point. The Colts are stuck with him, and they're going to have to find a way to get through the time that he misses. And we both agree that, you know, if it's five to 12 weeks, most likely it'll be closer to 12 because that's kind of the way Carson rolls. All right, let's get to our poll question. Uh, baseball going to be at the forefront of our conversation. The remainder of the program will take the about 9-15. Then the flight zone will come on. I'm sure they'll have some NBA stuff uh, talk about training camp. Phillies are in action right now against the Washington Nationals. Brad, your Yankees are in action right now against the Baltimore Orioles. The Yankees are at the forefront of our poll question tonight. I thought they were clear winners at the trade deadline. Uh, the criticisms of Brian Cashman and that organization, uh, cheap how, all that is out the window. The Yankees made well, – Well, wait a minute now. With the cheap how criticism, he didn't spend any money here. So I mean that it doesn't matter, Brad. You you add you go out and you add Anthony Rizzo, who's a proven winner. Oh, they listen. How I think I think Cashman did a terrific job bringing in some players here. I mean, if you look at if you look at their acquisitions, Rizzo, real good player, lefty, uh, Gallo, lefty power hitter. Look, Gallo, another lefty power hitter. Uh, terrific fielder is a Gold Glove outfielder with a with an unbelievable arm. Hits a lot of home runs. Unfortunately, he strikes out a lot, which should help him fit in real well. But Rizzo might be the key to this uh, whole thing because I was Rizzo, shocked when Anthony Rizzo got traded to the yeah, Rizzo. Rizzo can play first base, Gold Glove caliber first base. I think the whole question now is going to be when Luke Voigt is ready to come back, which is going to be very soon. Does this mean Giancolo Stanton is going to be playing left field and Voigt be the DH? Because that could actually add – then you you could be adding another big bat to this lineup. And I think if that's the case, the Yankees are going to be very, very tough to beat. So that's uh, our the only question. The New York Yankees will make the playoffs. I think uh, they will. I think they're going to get – I think they're going to catch Oakland. I, I don't know about the division because that's going to be tough. Both Boston and Toronto were very, very good. But the Yankees right now, I mean, if you take a look at their lineup, their potential lineup right now, you're going to have Stanton, Judge, Gallo in the outfield, Urshela, Torres, LeMahieu, and and our boy Anthony Rizzo at first. Sanchez behind the plate, hitting, and then a DH, Luke Voigt. I mean, that's... That's a pretty strong lineup. Yankees, they sit seven games back of the Tampa Bay Rays. They lead the division. Six and a half behind the Red Sox. Or is it six? Uh, four in the loss column. No, it's four. No, it's five and a half. I think they're five and a half behind in the behind the Red Sox, right? Uh, so the five, Red Sox. They're one and a half games out. So I think the Yankees are six are six out, so they're five and a half. Right. Four in the loss column. Right. 
Boston so, didn't do Boston didn't do much of anything at the trade deadline. He traded Kyle Schwarber, but he's going to play a position that he's never played before in first base, and they just ignored starting pitching. So I think I, I think Boston is going to finish fourth and not make the playoffs after their blistering start to the season pre-trade deadline because Tampa Bay added Nelson Cruz and Toronto added Brad Hand from Washington. They added Berrios from Minnesota. Toronto made some nice moves. See, Toronto did what Toronto needed to do. Now is address the pitching issue. Boston needed to do the same thing. You know, they're kidding themselves if they think that their pitching, that their pitching is going to hold up. I mean, these guys are going to start pitching to the back of their baseball guards. You know, it's August now. These guys have all put in a lot of innings. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez has not been the same since the COVID thing last year. Actually, he hasn't really he hasn't really been good in in two years, to be honest with you. Three years, excuse me. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi, we all know he's not an ace, okay? He's pitched very well, but he's starting to show signs of wear and tear. Uh, the bullpen, which has been pretty good, uh, Whitlock's, Whitlock has done a great job. Yeah, he's a, uh, by by the way, he's a rule, uh, he's one of those rule five guys that got away from the Yankee camp. So a little, little red-faced uh uh, situation there with the Yankees, but uh, uh, other than that, their pitching to me is not very impressive. And I know Chris Sale is going to be coming back soon, but Chris Sale was not a very good pitcher before he got hurt. Okay, he was for a while. Okay, but if you take a look at 2019, he was awful that season. Then he had then he had Tommy John missed missed all last year. And is coming back probably in a couple of weeks. We'll see. I don't see Chris Sale as uh, coming back to be the next Jake DeGrom. You know, I, I think he's going to be the same 4.2, uh, 4.3 ERA pitcher uh, that he was that he was heading down to when he uh, hurt his arm. Just don't see it. Tampa Bay, and again, I don't know how they do it. I just I don't know how they do it. They're not an overly talented team anymore especially when they lose Tyler Glass now, who unfortunately is having Tommy John surgery. But, you know, you have to accept the fact that they just win. You know, they have a great bullpen. They're, I they're think the Yankees. Always seem I've, to be better. But the Yankees have been able to beat Tampa Bay. If you take a look at, if you take a look at the uh, season series in Tampa, the Yankees, actually, the Yankees actually won five out of nine in Tampa Bay. Now, they got swept in the first series of Yankee Stadium and then split a four-game series against Tampa. They've had some success against Tampa, and now they they add uh, the, the two hitters, and they add Andrew Heaney, and let's not forget him. I mean, he can be a, uh, a reasonably good number five starter for this team. I think if the Yankees just do what they're supposed to do, if they, if they can hit the ball, which I, I think they should be able to do now uh, with their additions, I, I – I think they're an immensely better team than the Oakland Athletics. Um, they may have too far a uh, hill to climb when it comes to Boston or Tampa Bay, but I think they can certainly catch Oakland. Oakland is only one game ahead of them in the loss column. And the Yankees' schedule this month is just – they've got a lot of last-place teams that they're going to play. They, they just need to do what you would think that they'd be able to do and beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And if they do that, then they'll most certainly take uh, Oakland. And, uh, you know, 
it really should be it really should end up being a situation where you could see the Yankees and Red Sox in the playoff game. Well, I don't think the Yankees are even going to be in the play in the wild card game. I think they're going to win this division. Uh, you look at their look at their roster top to bottom. Like they're better than the Rays. They're good enough to make up whatever six games in the lo- six six in the loss column to Tampa Bay. I mean, you got Cole Haney. Her mom went on the DL, so that, that might be something to watch. It'll be okay, though. It's not Herman. It's not serious with Herman. The bullpen is is pretty good, and then you have one through nine that are just gonna bash. They should absolutely bash. bash. The only thing that that's gonna get in the way of this offense is the dreaded strikeout, which. They're going to do. They're going to get in their strikeout funks, and they're going to go into slumps, and they might drop some games they shouldn't drop uh, because of the strikeout. But, I mean, if you're looking, I don't think it's going to be a problem for them. First of all, I was very unimpressed with Boston at the trade deadline. Very unimpressed. To, to only add Kyle Schwarber when you have that that many holes in your pitching staff, I thought was was poor. Um. And this is this is a lineup that you know they didn't need any help scoring runs. Like they, no. they have Devers, they have Bogarts, they have uh, Kike Hernandez, who's just an animal. JD Martinez having a terrific season, so just not what you needed. Kyle Schwarber. Hey, Devers is having Devers is having a MVP type season. So I mean, they they have the the Red Sox have plenty of hitting uh, for them to worry about getting Kyle Schwarber to play first base. By the way, a position he's played one time in his entire career. That seemed kind of strange to me. I don't quite get that. And adding a left-handed pull hitter is is kind of a questionable move to me as well. I mean, a left-handed hitter in Fenway Park, right field is not exactly an easy place to hit home runs in Fenway Park. You know, I mean, if you're hitting the ball to left field, yeah, but Kyle Schwarber is a pull hitter. He's not – He's not one to go the opposite way, so he's going to have to change his swing if they're going to if he's going to hit a lot of home runs in Fenway Park. So it's just it's a very it was very strange. I was expecting them to be that them and the Astros both to be uh, big players with with a Schwar- with Scherzer, Schwarzer, Scherzer, and uh, or or Barrios. I, I really thought that you know one of them was going to end up getting Scherzer, the other one was going to get Barrios. I knew the Yankees weren't going to get guys like that because the Yankees, the Yankees farm system is kind of like the first six or seven guys are all going to be major leaguers. But then after that, there's a big cliff and a huge drop off. So I, they weren't going to trade any of those guys. And if they weren't going to trade any of those guys, they weren't going to get your Trey Turners of the world or your Max Scherzer's of the world. I mean, I'm surprised they were able to get Rizzo. That was just such a, a great trade for them. Our poll question tonight brought to you by Sunrise Detox Center. If you or anything, anyone you know have health, mental health or addiction issues, contact the Sunrise Detox Center, 856-651-8117. Tell them Tom Arnone sent you. Tell them the Sports Sound sent you. Tell them A2D Radio sent you. Also brought to you by Alan Foy of EXP Realty. Uh, looking to buy or sell a home, looking for a change in career or brokerage, contact Alan Foy, 302-682-8820, or visit him at allen.foy at exprealty.com. 
So not only do I agree with the poll, they're going to make the playoffs. I have the Yankees firmly in the playoffs as the AL East champions. Uh, I think Tampa Bay will make it, even though why, why do I keep expecting Tampa Bay just to, you know, run out of talent, run out of steam, but they never do. No, they just don't. They have a great bullpen. I mean, that's what it, that's really what it comes down to is they have such a deep bullpen that it they can just keep bringing guys in and bringing guys in, and they shuffle them up and down, you know, to the minor leagues and then back up. They they never seem to get tired. If they have if they have an eleven man bullpen or no, maybe not an eleven. They have a ten man bullpen. Okay, and then they have an ex, probably another five guys that they keep bringing up from the minor leagues to replace them when they're when they pitch two or three days in a row. I mean, that's why they that 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 works for them. They just they have such a great collection of arms. You, you got to really give them a lot of credit. They just they find a way to do it, and you know, with the low payroll, they still do it. I mean, they traded Castillo for crying out loud to the Mariners. Okay, and he was supposed to be their closer. They let him go. They got so many guys; it doesn't even matter. You look at it like selling Rich Hill like they did, selling Diego Castillo like they did. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you know, come got, back. you know it doesn't got, matter how it's got to catch up to him. No. Yeah, but that guy Patino. He, did you see how he pitched yeah. the Yankees last week? Yeah, I saw him. He's uh, got a lot of guys. He's got electric stuff. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they, I mean, they they always seem to bring up really good players. I mean, it just never, it never stops, you know, and, and guys that don't necessarily have high averages always seem to hit home runs in the big spots. Guys like He-Man Choi, Meadows. Uh, Meadows is terrific. Yeah. Brandon Lau. I mean, th- these guys, Rosarina, these guys, they're not superstars, but they're just really clutch hitters. I mean, clutch just seems to be their DNA. And the same goes for Zanino. He's another one. He he hits one ninety to, to between one ninety and two ten. But you know what? He's going to he's going to hit a home run in a big spot for you every time. He's also a really good catcher. Yes, he is. And, um, and you know, and then Frank, and then oh, they bring up they they traded uh, they traded a very good shortstop to Milwaukee. And what do they do? They bring up the. Uh, the the best yeah, Wander Wander Franco, number yeah, one prospect. They, they up the best prospect in baseball, Wander Franco. So, it, how about the how about the trade a few trade deadlines ago that set up the Tampa Bay Rays for all the success when they traded Chris Archer to the Pirates for Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass? Now, oh boy, I'll tell you what, what a fleece job that was. Yeah. And one of the worst I mean, trades of all time, Rob. Even with the injury that glass now suffered and the fact that he's going to get tommy john he'll miss this year and next year it's still a fleece job because the the pirates have nothing and guess guess who's back with the uh, tampa bay rays now archer yeah it's right he is on their team this year yeah they picked it they picked him up so i mean they just it's it's like it's it, it, tampa bay when they make trades they're like danny ainge making the phone call when Danny Ainge makes the phone call to make a trade with you. The best thing you can do is hang up. And that's a, that's a trade. They sent Blake Snell out to San Diego. Cy Young guy, like started big, 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 big games in the world series last year. You know, they ship him out. They don't miss a beat. And by the way, 
they clearly knew something that no one else knew about Blake Snell because he hasn't been very good in San Diego. Nope. And you would think with that in that ballpark, he would have been great. Looks like we got some new members. We got some members in the chat. We'll get to everyone. Uh, we're introducing A2D memberships for $9.98 a month. You can get some amazing perks, including shout-outs, members-only shows, appearances, and weekly picks from the Money Pot Podcast. Join today. Uh, Billy Dobbins is in the house. He's a member. Street Shark 215 he's checking us out on YouTube. He's a member. Uh, I didn't see a report on how good the Money Pot Podcast uh, gambling selections did this week. But they probably did pretty good. They know their stuff. Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Check out the Money Pop podcast. Uh, we'll be checking it out during the football season. For sure. Uh, Brian Wilson's in the house. Jay Friel's in the house. What's up, fellas? Going to disagree with the poll. I think the Yankees come up just a little bit short of making the postseason. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, if you want to if you want to pound that drum that they're too far out because they got off to a two – bad of a start to make the playoffs. Okay. One game of the one game of the loss column to Oakland though, guys. And, and we didn't even talk I mean, about it. we didn't even dissect their chances in the wild card, which I think are very good. I think they're gonna win the East. So I'm not even looking at the wild card standings. Well I have to give it I have to give proper respect to Boston and Tampa Bay. Although I do think if the Yankees play their best, I think they can beat all these teams. But we'll see. I mean, it has. They have to prove that they they have a lot to prove after the first half they had. Joey uh, Gallo is you know a big time player. He can play a million positions, and he's a plus defender at third, and he can be a plus defender in the outfield. There's a lot of things that guy can do, but there is one big problem with him is he strikes out a lot. But you would think a big husky left-handed hitter in Yankee Stadium would be just all you could possibly ask for. So I, I have to I kind of have to march to that beat and think that the Yankees are going to make up that one game of the lost column against the Oakland A's and they're gonna sneak in. Uh Prism 280. He's checking us out on YouTube. You know he's a member. What's up, Prism? Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for spending your Mondays with us. Riz also checking us out on YouTube. Is that real Furcon course minus uh 15 million for three years? Uh, that is confirmed. That is true. Furkan Korkmaz remains with the Sixers. He gets five mil a year over the next three years. Uh, good signing. Good signing from Daryl Morey. I see there's a lot of outrage that Daryl Morey didn't hit the ground running in free agency. What do you what What do Sixers fans want him to do? The only thing he can do. They don't have a lot of. They don't have a lot of salary cap room. No, they have Simmons on a max deal. They have Tobias making way too much money, and they're going to have to pay. You have to pay Joe even though he frustrates me when he has to sit out. He, he's a tremendous player, and you can't let him as long as he can, out as the long door. As he can play in the playoffs. So, I mean, like, I don't I don't understand what you want Daryl Morey to do with the the salaries that he has on this team. Uh, by the way, uh, I've, I've gotten a report that Kyle Lowry has now gone to the Heat in a sign-and-trade. Dwight Howard heading back to the Lakers. I, I – that, that stings a little bit. That stings a little bit. He was a big part of what the Sixers did last year. His spark off the bench really energized them in the regular season to be able to pile up those wins that they got and get that one seed. So, I mean, losing him to the Lakers, that that hurts a little bit. That That's – I can crush yeah, Daryl. I can crush Daryl Murray a little bit on that one, I think. What, what a hurts, little bit. 
what's hurt what hurts both the Sixers and the Knicks is the fact that now we're going to have to deal with the Miami Heat big time. Kyle big. Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam. Yeah, they're a good team. Is is Dragon still there? Yeah, he's still there. Hey, hey. Eh, it's going to be a tough team to handle. I don't know. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, older. I love Jimmy Butler, but I like Kyle Lowry too. Uh, I think I think they may have to play a little reduced minutes if they have a if if Miami has a deep bench, they should be fine. No, well, yeah, so have one of the best coaches in all the league in Eric yes, Spoelstra, so he'll he'll be able to manage those minutes and let the young kids run when when they need to run and have Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, the older guys, you know, ready to go when they need him most. Uh, Greg Milakovic, he disagrees to the poll. Shocker. Mr. Mr. New York hatred, Greg Milakovic. Check him out Sunday hey, nights. I, I do have something to say to you, Greg. I can't wait for hockey. I can't wait to see Ryan Reeves beat the crap out of every flyer in the history of hockey. I don't know about you that. You guys are going down. I mean, the I mean are going to kick your asses. I don't know about that. I like what the Flyers. I like what the Flyers are doing. I Big think time. the Flyers. I think the Flyers made one. Good move. They got a terrible defenseman in Risto Ristolin. Ristolin, and he stinks. Uh, Yandel is a hundred years old now. Good offensive defenseman, but he's no good in his zone either. So basically, what what you've done is you've tried to increase your offense, and your defense is going to be pretty much as bad as it was before. Martin Jones has not been very good either. So it's not like you guys really helped your team all that much. You got really one real good defenseman, but the rest of the guys are not very good. Sorry. I, I can't, I can't, uh, I, I can't support that at all. And they really, I don't think they did it. I don't think they did enough. Uh, the Vor, the Voracek trade was, was a money trade. Uh, I think that's probably a pretty even trade. I do like the fact that you got a guy in uh, Cam Atkinson who can actually have a good motor and never stops on the ice. That's a good thing. And hopefully for you guys, he'll bring some spark, but Ryan Reeves. And then uh, Greg Milakovic, also the president of the Furcon Corkmoss fan club. So he's really he's he's really happy that he's back. Three years, $15 million. It is a pretty good value. Greg chimes in. It's a good value. It is a good value. Five million a year. I mean, Kelly Olenek just got three years, $37 million at me from the Pistons. I mean, Kelly Olenek is – no great shakes. Jimmy when Butler's going Jimmy Butler's going to be making fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Uh, Jimmy Butler's going to make in his age thirty six season with the Heat. So it's just it's just stupid monopoly money out there in the NBA right now. Well, how about Mitchell Robinson resigning with the Knicks for one point eight million? <laughs> uh, they also resigned. They also resigned Erlens Noel. Well, I think that's a good move. That I, I think him, Mitchell Robinson, he's always in foul trouble. It seems to always be something with him. Well, you you would hope that he's that he's going to either get over the foul trouble or stay healthy. He was playing very well last year until he's he got, got a lot of talent, Brad. He's a five star recruit, five star recruit played, coming out of high school. He's played well, but he just he he has to he has to learn to chill on the court. I think that's the best word to describe it. He's got to chill a little bit. Oh, he's a headache because he's a, even with him being a five-star recruit, he had to go to Western Kentucky, 
which yeah, Frank, no, I, I know you're, I know Frank, our great producers and alum of Western Kentucky. But when you're listing the the pantheon of, of college basketball powerhouses and who should be getting five star recruits like Mitchell Robinson, Western Kentucky does not does no. not top that list. With all due respect, there, Frank. Uh oh, you know you're going to get a retaliatory response now. <laughs> the square popped up. Is this yep. where we're going to talk? No? Okay. No, no uh, not yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. We're like top 20 in wins all time. So, yeah. They are they're that high? Well, perhaps I've underestimated. Why, perhaps yes. I've underestimated the, the we, we are We are up there in the all time wins column. Um, and we have a, a nice streak of 21 seasons in a row. They might, uh, yeah, they, they always seem to sneak into the top 25 at one point or another. Maybe I'm being too hard on the tops. They seem to make they seem to make their share of NCAA tournaments. We do. Yep. Uh, Bryce Blackwell's in the house. Uh, Yankees are loaded. The Yankees are loaded. I mean. They are. If you want to pick the two talented teams and what would be the most – you know, like viewer friendly World Series, it would be the Dodgers and the Yankees, right? Or the White Sox. Mm, yeah, but LA is. Well, I mean, we're talking, you're talking about the, I'm talking, you're talking about the National League. I'm talking about the American League. I got I, you. I think, I think that, I well, think no one draws like the Yankees. I know the White Sox are really good. Chicago's a big market. That's all fine and good, but no one draws like the Yankees. No, no, I agree. I, I agree. I agree with you there. I mean, if the Yankees do make the playoffs, yeah, they'll get they'll get the best ratings for sure. They they always seem to. So, I mean, that would make sense. Uh, Thomas Arnone's in the house. He agrees to the poll. He's got the Yankees in the playoffs. Uh, Fly Guy, Vernon Dodd, 441. He's checking us out on YouTube. Where are the other guys? Um, this is it. This is the squad here on Monday night. You got Monday morning quarterback at five with Tom Arnone and, and Ryan Brodo. You got me and Brad, Sports Hounds, 715 and 915. And then you got the Flight Zone. Comes to you around 930 to 1130. And uh, the Yankees now trail one nothing as a uh... – that pest Cedric Mullins, who's killed the Yankees this year, just hit a bomb to right. And this was after Rugnet Odor couldn't catch a pop-up behind third base. That guy stinks. He's an absolute stiff. He's Urshela's got a bad knee, so, I mean, he, he, he's he, got to play. I, the problem is that DJ LeMayhew has a bad – has a something wrong. I think he's got a tricep injury or something. So he can't play third base. He's got to play second base. He can't make the long throw, so really, Rugnet is uh, your is is your backup third baseman. Although I think they should go for defense and just use Wade. You know, Wade can't hit, but he's a very good fielder because you know the next pitch ends up going out of the ballpark. So it is now one nothing Baltimore in the top of the third with two outs. David Roscoe, the Angels and Phillies suck. The Angels definitely suck. The Angels are horrible. The Phillies suck too, but the Phillies are going to win the East, in my opinion. Because I I don't think the Mets did enough, and I don't know when Lindor is going to play. I don't know when Degrom's going to play. So I think the Phillies are going to overcome themselves. Actually, I think the Braves themselves, their manager, their general manager, their front office, their player development, they're going to overcome everything, everything, and make the playoffs this season. And then they'll get swept by the Dodgers in the first round. 
But playoffs is always better than no playoffs. I, I don't I don't like the argument that what's the point of making the playoffs to just get swept by the Dodgers? No, you always want to make the playoffs. Always. It's always better to make the playoffs than not play, make the playoffs. You get the added revenue, you get the added games, you get you get some buzz around your team, national and local. Because if the Phillies make the playoffs, people who didn't watch a game all year are going to check out the Phillies in the playoffs because they're in the playoffs. Oh, of course. Of course. I think the Phillies made a couple of smart a smart trade with Texas, but they're not a very good baseball team. They they may make the playoffs just because the division is so bad, but I, I, I have a feeling Atlanta is going to end up being the uh, division winner. I think they're going to end up going on that – crazy streak even without Acuna they can still hit the ball that's the only reason that I'm not factoring in Atlanta because you know over the long haul losing a player like Acuna is going to hurt them yeah but they've played well they've been playing well lately you know the Mets standings I have the standings right here the Mets made the Mets made picked up picked up Baez I thought that was a pretty good move but we don't know when Lindor is coming back uh, Degrom seems to always have a setback, and he, it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back for him. Well, he he's not going to throw for two weeks. So if he's not going to throw for two weeks, then he's going to have to go and get a rehab assignment, which will probably take another two weeks to get him here. So he get him back to the majors. So he's probably gone till September first, don't you think? At least. So yeah, so that's so that's going to be. That's going to be at least September first for him. Uh, Lindor, Lindor, I've heard, I've heard middle of August with him. That's fine, but, and there's no doubt you're going to have a great double play combo with Baez and and Lindor. And Baez, Baez is a tremendous player, by the way. He he really is. I yeah, mean, this isn't 2015. I agree. He he can still a tremendous arm. He can pick it. He can but, hit he can this hit. It's not 2015 Javier Baez that they traded for, though. No, I realize that. I realize that, but he's still he's still an upgrade, though. You know, if you're looking at like Luis Guillorme, I think he was playing. He was playing. He was playing uh, shortstop for the Mets, and McNeil was at second. So I mean, that's still an upgrade for them. Yeah, but they just move him to second when when well, Guillorme ended up getting hurt, so now McNeil is back at second and. And they moved Baez to uh, short, and then when right, well, Baez is going to be Lindor, Lindor comes back. Yeah, when Lindor comes back, he'll move to second, and then McNeil will either play the outfield or he'll play third base, and they'll they won't play JD Davis. JD Davis is a butcher. Uh, Gallo was a Prism two eighty. Gallage was a huge get. He's a Gold Glover who can play first base, third base, right field, center field, and left field. Absolute stud. <laughs> He does strike out a lot, but if you look at his stats, he's cut those numbers down every year and increased his on-base percentage. Uh, yes, last he has. two years yeah. was at 379. Gets a lot of bunt. Gets a lot of walks. Well, how did the Yankees stack the how, how did they stack their lineup tonight, Brad? Well, unfortunately, Gio Urshela is still uh bothered by a uh by his knee. So he's out tonight. Odor's uh Playing third base, but their lineup tonight, I believe, is Lemayhu. I have it right uh, here. It's Lemayhu, Rizzo, Judge at DH, Gallo on left, Stanton in right, Odor at third, 
Sanchez, Torres, Brett Gardner, and center. Is that like how far off is that from like how like if it's game one of the ALCS or whatever? Like I what's, think Brad, what's Brad Ryer's optimal lineup? Well, Voight will be back, hopefully healthy, and then Voight will be the DH, and uh, Stanton okay. will be playing left, and there will be no Brett Gardner. So what, you put Gallo in center? Judge no, I put right. Judge in center. No, I put Judge in center. Judge in center? Yeah, I put Judge in center and uh, let Gallo play Let Gallo play right. And uh, Gallo's a little fa- is a little faster than Judge, but I think their their arms are both superb. Gallo may actually have a better arm than Judge, which is hard to believe. And then you have Stanton and left. Stanton has no, a really You really want point. Judge possibly getting nicked in center field? In the playoffs? I would, I would yeah. let Gallo do that. You could well you could either listen, either way, either way you could do that. I mean you're yeah, you know, the the only one that can't play center would be would be Stanton, but I would want Stanton. Stanton was in the outfield, by the way, this weekend in Miami. Yes, yes he was. Yes. So he can he can go out there, but I would want to have him and I would want to have Voigt in the lineup as your DH. Or, you know, you put Void at first base when you run arrest uh when you want to rest Rizzo and you let Rizzo DH. But now that Stanton can play the outfield again, that makes a big difference because now you can start putting different guys in D- at DH if that's what you want to do, if you're inclined to do that. But I, I think you want to get Voight's bat in the lineup as soon as he's ready to go. I mean, you're yeah, talking about last, last year's American League leader in home runs. Uh, Yankees down 2 nothing. Yeah, Hayes had a home run. So that, that drop, that that – Ball that Odor was unable to catch cost them two runs because then Mullins and Hayes went back to back. Uh, Phillies in the bottom of the fourth. It's nothing, nothing. They're in Washington tonight. Uh, Phillies got to start beating these last place teams. <laughs> yeah, two out of three of the Pirates is is an absolute joke. Shouldn't have happened. They really they took out a lot of frustrations yesterday, uh, winning the game fifteen to four. Ah, but, I mean, there's yeah. there's what I wanted. As as I said, the Knicks were gonna we're looking to get Evan Fournier. That happened, and that's I think that's a good deal for them. Uh four years, seven. Evan Fournier is a good player. He can score. He's a really good player. He went from Orlando to I want to say Boston. Boston. Yeah, but he was averaging line last year. Wasn't he averaging close to twenty points a game last year? Yeah, he's Orlando? twenty game guy. Easy. Yeah, he can he can attack. He can shoot. That's a so, good. Yeah, him and Randall now, who are going to be your two main scorers, you know, they they probably need to re-sign Rose. And I, I guess they're going to, you know, it depends on who they get to be the point guard. But they got to find themselves a point guard. That's really urgent for them. Uh, Mets are down. Let me just run through these scores real quick. Uh, Miami Marlins, they're up 4-2 on the New York Mets. Uh, that's in the bottom of the second. That would be... Miami got four runs off the Mets? The Mets stink. Like, you I, I understand Miami, the Phillies are flawed too, but... Do you realize Miami didn't even score four runs the whole weekend against the Yankees? I saw they were a slaughter. It was a slaughter. Yeah, I, I mean... <sighs> The Yankees didn't didn't hit them, didn't hit Miami, but the Marlins couldn't do anything. I think they they may have scored four runs all weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I think they got one, one, and 
They lost four to two. Was it? Was it yesterday? It was three to one yesterday. It was three to two the day before, and like two to nothing or two to one or something like that. Florida didn't score at all. So that's bad news for the for the Mets. The, the Mets have to sweep Florida. There's no excuse for that. Hey, uh, top three in Tampa. Seattle's up two nothing oh, that's on the good. Rays. Uh, Seattle does have the bases loaded with nobody out. Very good. The top of the third. Let's go, Ems. Angels. Angels and Texas are just getting underway. Uh, we do have a final Monday afternoon baseball. The Cleveland Indians take care of the Toronto Blue Jays in ten innings. Five Milwaukee, two. Milwaukee five two. Yes, Milwaukee Pittsburgh. They'll play. They'll first pitches at eight, and the Giants go to San Francisco. That'll start at nine forty. So, uh, Bryce Blackwell. These uh, teams lost. That's yes. well, one's one's losing and the other one's lost. The Yankees are also losing. So, we'll see what happens here. Uh, Bryce Blackwell, he thinks the Flyers are going to be good. David Roska, he's looking for Ryan Reeves to beat up Tom Wilson. Oh, he will. You won't have to wait long for that opening night. Uh, Yandel will help on the power play and play third line minutes, and that's a plus. That's from Prism 280. Prism also likes the Ristolan signing, which you can't say enough bad things about. He's a stiff. You guys are going to hate him. He was so – take a look at his plus-minus ratings in Buffalo, okay? The only reason he scored a lot of points was because he was he was the point man on the power play. But as far as playing defense, which is what matters to defensemen, he stunk. He was awful. He was the reason Buffalo was so bad. He was one of the main reasons. He was he was a stiff. They you know they couldn't wait to get rid of him. Yeah, the Flyers had some guys. Two eighty. He thinks you're being too hard on him because he was in Buffalo and they stunk. Uh, they stunk because they had him. So I would I would I mean, totally we'll see. disagree. Uh, you know, I saw I saw him play too. Okay, he was not good. Okay, Mass- that guy. All you had to do, all you had to do with him was dump the puck in his corner, and then send a couple of four checkers in on him, and he'd always give the puck away. That that that's his game. And unless he can be taught not to do that, I don't see that that's going to change. Elaine Vigneault is a good offensive coach, but he's never been known as a good defensive coach. So we'll see. And but Matt's Blaine, he's got a, I think he's terrible. Yeah, it, it, the, the guy really the guy to go at the guy to get on Buffalo was Sam Reinhardt. If you want to talk about Sabres, their center, I believe he went to Florida. If I'm not mistaken, he did. Yeah, so that's he was the guy to get Jack Eichel is also, but Jack Eichel is, is in a very weird situation with his, with his uh, herniated disc in his neck and, you know, Buffalo won't trade him and all that other silliness. So I am uh, looking Matt, Matt's believe Matt's believe he doesn't get it. 33 pitches and no hits allowed. Why wouldn't Cajardi keep Suarez in? He was cruising because Ranger Suarez stinks, Matt. He stinks, and that's great that he that's great that he went out there and he threw thirty three pitches and didn't allow a hit. But I mean, isn't this his first start? 
he started before. Uh, it might be his first start this year, but he's definitely yeah, starting games. I mean, you can't. How many pitches do you want him to throw in his but first? He stinks. Game? He stinks, Brad. The fact that you got three innings out of him is is a miracle in of itself. You got to get well, him the out. Fact that he's, listen, the fact that he started would tell you that they're going to use that. It's going to be a bullpen game today, tonight. I'm sure Girardi planned for that, and he's ready for it. And you know, listen, you got to beat Washington. Washington. They need a sweep here. The Phillies need a sweep here. Yeah, they they if the Phillies want to really make noise and uh, make some noise now, they got to go in and they got to beat these teams. Yeah. These teams, they the Phillies have a very bad habit against bad teams of coming up very short on the road, and and that's well, got to stop. I don't think that's a fair criticism, Brad, because the Phillies are a bad team. Some of these base running errors that these teams, not just the Phillies, but that go around throughout baseball, these teams don't run the bases yet. Well, you know, I'm starting to I'm starting to think Haney is. Uh, I, I think I'm watching the Gas House Gorillas against Bugs Bunny. Uh, Haney has now given up three home runs. This is this is his problem. It's, and uh, yeah, but in three innings, excuse me, four innings. No, three innings because he hasn't gotten anybody out in the fourth inning. I, I, I mean, he's not just given up regular home runs. He's given up moonshots. Nice. I finally got my TV working so I can put on the game here. Maybe. No, maybe not. Yeah, he hung a he hung a third ball. That's what he does. Oh, here we go. We're in business. We get the Phillies on. We can live react. But this is him. I mean, he only he's only a viable pitcher because he strikes out a lot of guys. Well, he's 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 supposed to be a number five pitcher, which means give me five innings and don't give up more than three runs in five innings. If you can do that, okay, fine. But uh, he's already given up his three runs, so we'll see. The Orioles are not exactly known to have a great pitching staff, but you can't give up. You can't get too far behind this team. I mean, you really want it. The Yankees really, really need to be sweeping this series. Uh, Pete Evans, he checks in. Uh, check him out on Birds of a Feather tomorrow, eight o'clock. Talk some training camp. Uh, Thank you, Frank. If they can't sweep this series, then they're just as bad as the Nationals. Brett, can you explain to me why an esteemed baseball mind like Mike Rizzo trades Trey Turner like that? There's your Knicks right there. Derek Rose, three years, yeah. $43 million. I like it. I like it. I like it. We just we need to get a starting point guard now. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure that the Knicks are going to be out there trying to do, do just that. And uh, – from what I understand, they're, they they want the, they want the kid in Phoenix. So let's do it. Uh, Matt Spillane, look, I'm not going to argue about Ranger Suarez because I know what I've seen, and that's great that he has an ERA like he has. But I've I've also seen him come in in the ninth inning when he's tried to close and he's thrown absolute batting practice. So like 1.04 ERA in 28 games, like okay. How many innings? Hang, is, you know, it, not a. He's been a, a bullpen guy, so okay. you know. Well, so he's been good. Take the, that with a grain of salt. Um, he's been horrendous in his save opportunities, and you know he's just. I don't. He's just not that good. Like I don't know what what you want. You want to you think Ranger Suarez is going out there and t- giving you seven strong? It's not going to happen. Like that's just the way it is. Now, uh, it is the top of the fifth. This game's kind of flying by here on ESPN. Uh, 52 and 53, so you're still below 500. You're three and a half games back in the East, 
And I think the Phillies are the least flawed team in the National League East. And I'm going to pick them to win the division. I am. Until one of these teams can can prove to me that they can sustain success, I'm going to pick them at least flawed team. And I think that that is the Phillies. I think that Dave Dombrowski did a fantastic job bringing in Ian Kennedy, who's going to, he's got 15 saves over there in Texas. So, like, Ian Kennedy's done a really nice job. So, there's your closer. You get, now you have a big three of Wheeler, Nola, and Gibson. It's not bad. And now the Yankees are down four nothing as Haney has given up his fourth. Home run of the game. That is. Now, is this Andrew Haney? Is he going to be a guy that can handle New York, or is uh, he going to? Uh, he's not going to handle New York too well if he keeps giving up that many four home is runs. This, is this ball game in Yankee Stadium? Or yes, in, it is. It's in Yankee Stadium, so he's yeah. probably going to be hearing it. Uh, he already he 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 really heard it on that last home run. I mean, four home runs in three innings to Baltimore. Uh, Prism 280 hitting the nail right on a dodo over extend your bullpen arms. Rangers killed Niftali Feliz's career trying to trying to do that. And Alexi Agondo. Alexi Agondo, he had electric stuff. Remember him? Yes, I do. He was he had electric he dynamite, stuff. but he only he really only lasted as a top pitcher for maybe two or three years, and then yeah, because they they messed them up. Yeah, they 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 just well they they he he's right he is right though. Regarding both those guys, uh, Neftali Feliz would have been would have been great. I mean, but they were using him four or five days in a row. Yeah, they tried to make him a starter. They overused him. Yeah, well, that was a mistake because he was a great closer, and they they wanted him to be a starting pitcher. And sometimes, sometimes you, you know, if it's not broke, you don't fix it. And they made a big mistake with him. Right now, the Texas Rangers are a god awful baseball team. They don't have much going on for them. No, they're they're god awful, and it, that's really surprising. But they'll buy some players. They're they've always been the kind of team that will spend the money when uh, when they need to. Every off season, they they because they had that ballpark cooking, and like they were like kind of maybe if they got a couple players away, they always seem to be in the mix to spend money. Yep, yep, and boy, Heaney is really bad. He just he just hit one off the wall. Some guy just hit the ball off the wall. Look at Oduo Herrera and Oduo uh, Herrera going yachts. Yeah, the the uh, fans are booing the hell out of him right now. He's I mean this is ridiculous. He almost gave up another home run. Oduo Herrera, center fielder, gets the Phillies on the board. The Phillies take a one nothing lead in Washington. Oduo Herrera's seventh home run of the season. Hey, can we give can we give a uh, Haney back to the Angels. <laughs> you could send Haney down to Philadelphia. Uh, you could listen the way he's pitching tonight. You can have him. Oh my God! And Boone, I mean, this is what he does. Boone has nobody warming up in the bullpen. And let me tell you something about Boone. Okay, I know the Yankees won three straight this weekend, but Boone did another typical Boone on Saturday night. Okay, there was a play in the eighth inning when the score was one to one, where. The ball was hit to Odor, okay, for a double play. Odor goes and tries to tag the guy. He tags the guy with his mitt and not his glove. However, the guy clearly ran out of the baseline. So they called him out, 
first, and then Miami's manager challenged because he didn't tag him. So they called him safe. Now, Boone, and even Michael Kay, the Yankees broadcaster, said he's clearly out of the baseline. What's going on? And Boone didn't bother to challenge that. And they're very fortunate that they got out of that situation because he was clearly out of the baseline. I mean, Boone is Boone's horrible. And the fact that he's seeing this pitcher just getting clobbered, he's thrown 74 pitches now in the top of the fourth inning. <laughs> And he, he, he still, he, I think he just, after the ball was hit off the fence, after the fourth home run, that's when he gets a bullpen guy up. I, I mean, this is the problem with Aaron Boone. This is why he's the worst manager in the game. And this is what scares me about him, about the Yankees, is that you have a, a guy who's clueless at best uh, controlling your game. And he, he, does, he doesn't know what he's doing. He just he watches he watches the games with uh, with rose color uh, with rose colored glass sunglasses. I mean, he just doesn't he doesn't get it. Uh, you know, he's in he's in another world. With, if a guy's pitching terribly, you got you got to get him out. You've got guys in the bullpen who can who can make up the ground for you. You can't just let a guy give up four home runs in the top of the fourth inning and a double. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, John Daniels is the worst. I think Chris Young is the GM now, so who knows? But they should have kept Nolan and fired Daniels whenever when that whole ordeal happened. He's talking about that the front office drama with the Texas Rangers. Daniels is the owner, I think. So I don't think you can fire the owner, can you? No, you can't fire the owner. So I mean, Chris Chris Young is doing a bad job. So that's. That's that's the uh, that's the guy you've got to uh, if you want to get rid of somebody you get rid of him. But you know Texas also hasn't spent any money the last couple of years. Prism says he's Prism says he's not the owner. He's not. Okay, no. I thought he was. Uh, but Brett, you, you get back on track here. Like the Nationals, Mike Rizzo, really smart GM. He's won a World Series recently. How in the world do you trade a guy like Trey Turner? 28-year-old Trey Turner having a career year. There's not much Trey Turner can't do on the baseball field. To the yeah, that one, I don't, that, that one I don't get. Um, I'm just relieved that he traded him to the Dodgers and didn't trade him in the American League. Uh, I don't get it either. He's, he's, a, he's also going to be on the Dodgers next year too, isn't he? I think they have two years of control. Yeah, they have this year and then next year. So, what what's that mean? They gonna are they gonna get rid of Muncie? Because I mean, isn't Seager back? Seager played Friday. So you're gonna put. It looks like Trey Turner. Well, Trey Turner has COVID right now, so he can't play. Right. Until yeah, but they didn't so know that. It looks like a quarter. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's going to be fine. Yeah. He's going to come back because 99.9% .9 of the people who get COVID are fine. Okay, so Ray Davis is the owner, according to Prism. Okay. I thought Daniels was the owner because I never hear, never heard never heard Ray Davis's name. Look at, that Look at that contract for Duncan Robinson on the Heat. Five years, $90 million is the largest deal ever for a uh, player who wasn't drafted. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Joey Gallo just made one of the best catches you're ever going to see in left field. 
and Heaney is still in the game. It's uh, he just that ball was hit so hard, and it's and he, he that that ball didn't didn't land very far from the fence either. I mean, it's amazing that clueless Aaron Boone continues to allow uh, this guy Haney to continue to pitch. I mean, he's not effective. He's just hanging that curveball over and over again. And there's Wilson. I guess he's on the Ranger Suarez fan club train too. Well, Rangers well, gonna... stud, second lowest ERA in MLB with at least 40 innings. Behind only Jacob DeGrom, he's going to be a good starter. Oh, so he's as good as Jacob DeGrom now, okay. right? No, he's in second. Oh, he didn't God. say that. Yeah, but you're, you're just, to put him, just to put him in the same sentence as Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, I think it's nonsense. And, it's and I'll, believe, I'll believe Ranger Suarez is going to be a good starter when I see Ranger Suarez give me quality innings over 80. How about pitching, how about pitching five to six? How about pitching five to six innings before you start? I don't trust, I don't trust Ranger Suarez your, as far as I can throw him. I don't care what kind of stature you're throwing out. I don't before trust him as far pound, as I can throw him. Before you pound your chest about him, I mean, listen, you know – Nestor Cortez pitched five scoreless innings against Tampa Bay the other night. You know, does does that mean that uh, he's a stud pitcher for the Yankees? No. Yeah, I mean, you can't go by one night. There's just a little bit of overreacting here. Uh, but remember, this is a team that you really should beat. They have to beat. I don't know if it's a three-game series or a four-game series. The Phillies have to sweep this team. You lose two out of three in Pittsburgh. That's bad. That's yeah, bad. no, I was expecting that. I was expecting them to at least win. Two. Listen, I can understand if you lose if you if you win two out of three. I can understand if you don't sweep a series on the road because you know the the home team they've got they've got some players too. I mean, Pittsburgh is not completely uh, com- completely mm-hmm. uh, decimated and, and have a complete triple A lineup. They've got some players on their yeah, team. They do. They're not they stink. They're not, Huh? They got some. They got they some. They traded people. their only guy. I mean, they have Reynolds in center, so I guess I can't say that. But they traded Adam Frazier to the dot, the the the, the No, I, 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 I really no realize now they now now they're probably now they're probably significantly weakened by trading Frazier. But I mean, they they have some they have some guys that can hit the ball on that team. But there's no way there's no way that the Phillies should be in this situation. They can't be losing games like that to them. No, absolutely. Because it's not just it's not just the Mets they're chasing. It's it remember you got the Atlanta Braves are in your division too. And I know that they've had they've had some devastating injuries. That's very true. But they're still the Braves and they still have that DNA of winning. And they've got some good hitters on that team. And to be honest with you, the National League East, the teams in that division, let's only I mean, let's be honest. They're bad. If if any of these teams were in any other division right now, they would be they'd be gone. They wouldn't be they would have they would have all been selling and it would have been the end of it for them. You know, they're fortunate all these teams are having a bad year at the same year. A lot of people thought this might be the best division in baseball, but you know, as it turned out, as it turned out, it just not stinks. So it, you know, enjoy the fact that even though you're a game under five hundred, you're right there. You have to beat the Mets. The Mets look extremely, extremely and eminently beatable. I mean, the Mets just seem to pull a lot of games out of their asses. Did you see how they pulled the one out of their ass on uh, Saturday? Saturday I think it was. Yeah, I saw yeah. It. Dominic Dominic Smith comes up and takes takes. It. He's totally off balance against a against a left handed pitcher. It was Doolittle, I think. 
he's totally off balance on a curveball, and he kind of like scoops the ball to center field for a single, and it ties up the game. I mean, you can't make stuff like that up. You know, sometimes sometimes teams just step in it, you know? And the Mets seem to do that. They seem to win a lot of these type of games this year. And I'll tell you, a team that's building the right way down in Miami with your boy Derek Jeter, I thought they made a tremendous trade. I mean, obviously you give up Starling Marte at the deadline. He goes to the Oakland A's. And he's, he's a terrific ball player. He's going to help Oakland a lot right now. But – uh, to get a guy like Jesus Lazardo to go with some of the young pitchers that they have, uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good move. I think I think he'll settle down and pitch well in Miami. Miami is just that stadium. I, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't watch a lot of game Marlin baseball. I don't really watch a lot of National League baseball. But Brad, it just you got- Miami is is very hard. Miami is very hard to hit a home run in, isn't it? It's a big park. Yeah, that's. I mean, that stadium. There were some. There were guys hitting some shots, and especially the Yankees, they hit some shots in that series that didn't go out of the yard, which, which I was shocked about. I mean, it, it seems like it, it seems like the baseballs need to have a propeller on their uh, on their on their seams to hit a home run in that uh, stadium. That stadium just seems like Yellowstone Park to me. So maybe that's part of it. But I do like Jazz Chisholm. I think he's a pretty good hitter. Look at their arms. You, you bring in Luzardo. Who maybe a change of scenery can help unlock his potential. Trevor Trevor Rogers is awesome. Uh, Pablo Pablo that Alcantara, um, that Alcantara got Sandy Alcantara. He's great. He's Pablo Lopez is hurt right now. He's a really good pitcher. So if you if there's credence to building a, creating a, a stable of arms for your farm system and developing them, and that's how you win. Then the Marlins are definitely on the right track. We haven't even we didn't even mention Sixto Sanchez, who has all the talent right. in the world. I but forgot about stay healthy. How about how about Aguilar? He's having a pretty darn good year too. He's a slugger. Yeah, he's having a good year. He he had a very bad year the last year, and I believe the year before that he didn't have a very good year either. But I don't know. Maybe Wilson and Matt Spillane, Maybe they're maybe they're right about Ranger Suarez. I have to say it to believe it with Ranger Suarez because if if you can get Ranger Suarez to step up and be this fifth starter. Well, if he gives you five, if he's going to give you five innings every so every hour, then you're you fine. Go, uh, Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, Eflin. Hopefully, he can come back soon. Even though I don't, I don't know where he is. I haven't even heard it. The fact that I haven't heard, I've heard so little about his injury that it makes me concerned. And then you yeah. do, then you do. Uh, Ranger Suarez in the five spot. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that Gibson is now in the National League. Let's see how he does with uh, pressure on him. Uh, He pitched well yesterday. Uh, It was against the Pirates, but yeah, but they gave him. They they, excuse me. They scored. They scored a ton of runs for him, which didn't hurt. But he'll be he'll be a factor. I think he's listen. You have him as your number three. That's fine. I think as a number three pitcher. He'll be fine in that role. Uh, brother B- BKL Contreras, check us out on YouTube. What's up, fellas? I know the trade deadline has ended and the Phillies are looking are looking good team, but not good in the trade deadline. I mean, look at the teams. The Yankees seem different. I mean, yeah, the Yankees made a big splash. The Phillies made minor moves, but, you know. But they were efficient moves. They were moves that needed to be made. The Phillies don't have – prospects 
They, they don't have the tools to go out and reload to get a Joey Gallo. You know, I was surprised they were able to get uh, what they got done. But like, I they did. I see, but this is where that. this is where this is where I think their downfall is going to be. And if they don't win this division, which I'm still confident that they're the least flawed team in the National League East. Maybe that's me being a homer. That's okay. I can't give up on a, on a baseball team that's three and a half games out uh, with, what, 100 or so games to go, like or whatever, 60 games to go. They played 100, give or take. But not adding an outfielder at the trade deadline, I think, is not – wasn't wise. I thought they had to get something done because now you got Herrera in center, which I guess Herrera's in left tonight because McCutcheon's on the DL. And then you have uh, Jankowski in center hitting leadoff. That's not that's not going to get it done. No. No, you're right about that. Um, Looks like the Knicks are going to sign Alec Burks, too. They're going to bring him back. So that's still uh waiting for the for, still waiting for that big kind of chip. I'm still drop. waiting for the point guard. Okay, so to answer your question about Goran Dragic, Goran Dragic looks like he's going to the Raptors in the sign-and-trade deal for – Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Lowry. Well, that, I mean, that's a good trade really for both teams because he'll, he'll, uh, he'll, help, he'll help the Raptors. I mean, Lowry has maybe a year or two left at most. So we'll see about him. Uh, I mean, you look at these other. Let's look at some of these other moves. Do some predictions, and maybe we can get into some other stuff. JT Romuto stepped up to the plate. I need him to step up a little bit. JT down the stretch. It's got to be him and Bryce. I mean, Bryce is having a, a fantastic season. Really, really step up, and I need those two to kind of carry this team. Yes, that would help. What has happened to Didi Gregorius? Didi Gregorius is watched. You know, I was at the bar having some drinks uh, yesterday, and we were talking about – Yeah, very surprising, right? Um, and we were talking about, like, you know, like when these guys, like, lose even, like, 1% of their ability, you know, some of them are done because they need that 100% ability to be good. And Didi Gregorius has, has lost – he's lost a little bit, and it's shown – because he's not hitting and he's not fielding. He's yeah, I mean, I think those, I think those, <laughs> injuries, those two injuries that he had took their tolls on him. Look at TJ McConnell getting thirty-five million dollars a year over four years. Are you kidding me? TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell. That's that's ridiculous. How about that? I mean, good for him. I mean, it's not his fault the Pacers don't know what they're doing and they're giving him all that money, but. That's ridiculous. But getting back to Didier Gregorius, like Didier Gregorius, he's diminished, and you're you're on the hook for him for eighteen million dollars. Um, I, I wouldn't. The Phillies also traded for with the Baltimore Orioles. They traded for a guy that they used to have in Freddie Galvez. Brad, I wouldn't put it past Freddie Galvez being the everyday shortstop when he's healthy. I know that's tough to tough to commit to because Didi's making money and Didi has a little well. Way more of a pedigree than Freddie Galvez, but yeah, but offense, offense aside, Brad, offense aside, Brad, I can't have 
I can't have my shortstop making nine errors in diminished playing time because he's been hurt so much. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think there was a reason they brought Galvis in, and I think it's to play shortstop because Didi has just melted down. He's for whatever reason, I think it's probably the injuries, but he's he's just not the same player. And it is surprising that the Phillies didn't go, go you know, talk to the Twins. I, I had heard that they were in conversations about Byron Buxton and Kepler. I mean, why not try to get Kepler? I mean, I think he would have been a really good, solid addition to that team. And Kepler needs to change the scenery in the worst way, by the way. Well, they spent a lot of time trying to get Tyler Anderson from the Pirates. And I'm still not 100% sure what happened there. I think some of the prospects on the Philly sides that were going to the Pirates didn't pass their medicals. So the trade oh, got nixed, okay. and then Tyler Anderson went to the the Seattle, uh, the Seattle Mariners. But I mean, if you're if you add Tyler Anderson to, you know this this haul that they got this little revamped pitching staff that they tried to attempt to do at the trade deadline here, I mean that's that'd be because then you got four solid guys to start with Anderson being your fourth. And then when Eflin comes back, you know, he's your fifth guy. And then you, you Velasquez can go to the bullpen. Finally, Suarez can be in the bullpen. Neres is actually, I know Neres is the butt of a lot of our jokes here in Philadelphia, but ever since he's been removed from the closer role, he's been pitching in like the fifth, sixth, seventh inning. In a you, have him, role. you have him in the right, you have him in his. Yeah. He's been right much better. Path. He's been yeah, much better. Yeah. Some guys just aren't closers. He pitched today. He pitched. I think he gave him two innings today um, after Suarez went in. After Look, Suarez came out, they put Nerys in. And then Rob, the Chad, Green, Chad Green is a really good example of that. You know, the Yankees tried to put him, have tried to use him as a closer on occasion, and he's been terrible. But you put him in the middle innings, and he's terrific. You know, six, seventh, six, seventh innings, he's terrific. As in the eighth inning, he's pretty shaky. But six, seventh inning, he's fine. And this Alec Bohm. I mean, it sucks because they have so many holes. Like, but I need Alec Bohm to step up as well. I mean. I, this guy, Cedric Mullins, he's one hell of a player. Guy, gets, that out guy, gets, a single, guy gets a single, steals second, and now steals third. They better watch it because he, <laughs> if he steals home, that would really be embarrassing. Look, Baltimore <laughs> has some definite pieces down there. They do. They Mountcastle's hitting. Trey Mancini's hitting. Yeah, Cedric Trey Mullins Mancini. is hitting. Trey Mancini's up now with a, with uh, Mullins on third and nobody and one out. So I can expect it to be five nothing very soon. They finally took Haney out and put uh, Joely Rodriguez in there, and Joely Rodriguez doesn't look like he's all that uh, steady either. Nope, he popped it up to the first baseman. Well, that might be a big out. Now the Phillies got something cooking. Didi Gregorius with a single, back-to-back -back singles for the Phillies. Alec Bohm with an infield single. Didi Gregorius, um, it's a single past the shortstop. So you got two on, two out with Odubo Herrera, up, who hit a home run his last at bat. Yeah, we'll get a little big, insurance big spot, here. Big spot of this game. Maybe you could break it open. 
Yeah, Alec Bohm's 25. Thank you, Frank. Um, yeah, it's kind of like Alec Bohm, 25, you're not a prospect anymore. Like, you can either no. pack it or you can't. No, well, I mean, a lot of guys come up late. That's not unusual. Uh, let's look at some of these other moves. Let's go over the standings and we can talk about some uh, – we can go basketball. We can go <clears throat> football. We can go a number of different ways for the rest of the show. But uh, let me because there were there, uh, Brad. I don't remember a, a a year where the trade deadline was this crazy. No, this was really this was probably one of the wildest deadlines you, I I've ever seen. Unbelievable number of trades this year. I mean, there there were just an unbelievable number. And okay. Joel Rodriguez gets out of, gets out of trouble. Uh, the aforementioned Braves, they uh, they acquire Richard Rodriguez, uh, closer from the Pirates. They're able to get Jorge Salar, uh, an outfielder from the Rays. So you know they they, they did also some got stuff. Adam. They also got Adam Duvall from. They also Miami. got Adam Duvall, Duvall from. Uh, I guess Miami he was on. I don't think that's enough. I don't think – look, just Ak- not having Okuna. You can't just, replace You can't replace Acuna, Rob. There's – No. You, you can't replace him. All, all you can do is try to, you know, help your depth, bring in a couple more hitters, and just try to make your lineup longer. I mean, you're not you're not going to get the quality of an Acuna. But at least at least now they've made their, their lineup a little deeper. And uh, gotten a couple of guys who can hit the ball out of the ballpark, and that's the whole idea behind what they did. One thing Adam Duvall can do is Adam Duvall can hit home runs. He's done that pretty consistently throughout his career. So I think I don't think that that was a bad move at all for them. I I, I like I like the move to try to improve their bullpen. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm underselling the Braves too much because of that. They still have look. They still have Freeman. They still have Albies. I mean, they've got Dan guys. Dansby Swanson is terrific. Yeah, their third base, their third baseman's having a Austin big year. Austin Riley's too. terrific as well. Yeah, they they can hit. They can hit Rob. They really can. I mean, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that team can hit. It's it's unfortunate for them that they don't have Acuna, but they can hit the ball, and they may just have just enough pitching uh, to be able to win this division. I don't think more than 85, 86 wins is going to win this. Is going to be needed to win this division. Certainly, I think the Braves can do that. Um, we talked about the Phillies move. Gibson, Kennedy, uh, they come in. Spencer Howard goes to Texas Rangers. I don't think they're missing out on anything in, in terms of Spencer Howard. Now, this I is encouraging. He's a, he's a good prospect, but he's a prospect. I mean, you can put him out there. The, the Texas Rangers will throw him out there with no pressure, and we'll see what happens. Now, Reese, Reese Hoskins pinch hitting with the base loaded. Adubel Herrera draws a walk. This is interesting. Reese Hoskins hasn't played in a couple of days because of a groin injury. So we'll see if he can blow it open here uh, with the Mets. I believe they're still losing in Miami. It was four to three last I looked. How about the Giants, Brad? They, they go out. They make a splash. Uh, they 
raid the Cubs. Nice they move. raid the Cubs. They get Chris Bryant. That, that that's a nice move, boy. Big time, big time bat. You can put him at third. You can put him at first, and you can put him in the outfield in left field. That that was a really nice move. I'm trying to think of who their third baseman is. I would assume he's going to play third. Let me see if their lineup's out tonight. Yeah, I would think he would. Yastrzemski, yeah, Bryant at third, Crawford shortstop in the three-hole, Posey at catcher, uh, Alex Dickerson, Darren Ruff, Duger, Solano, DeScalfani. And they have they have um, what's his name Brandon Belts on the DL, so he would be the starting first baseman instead of Aaron Ruff. Boy, that's yeah. just another man. The Philly, the the Philadelphia sports man, they they are they are on a tremendous stretch of just awful luck. You know, you have Gabe Kapler who who didn't look like he knew what he was doing. In, in Philadelphia, he goes out to San Francisco. They're they're leading the West, better record than the Dodgers, better record than the Padres. You know, you have Carson Wentz. He gets hurt. Well, it's good he's not here in in Philadelphia. But I mean, that's you know a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of fans, Brad, including myself, were really counting on having three first round picks next year. It, well, I, listen, if it's closer to five weeks. If if it's let let's let's play devil's yeah, advocate. I mean, Brad, he's, not playing, weeks, he's not playing eighty percent of the snaps. You have three. You have three weeks of preseason, so they don't. So you don't have to worry about that. So if it's five weeks, he only misses the first two weeks of the season. If it's if it's twelve weeks, it could be ten weeks of the season. So it really depends on how much he missed, how much time he misses after uh, the first three weeks. But they're not telling you. I haven't heard anything about what exactly his problem was with his foot. It's something with a ligament, and they took a, a bone out of his out of his foot, or they're going to take a bone out of his foot, from what I understand, and that's going to help the ligament heal and like make the bones not like rub against each other. I guess. But, like, apparently, he, this has been a problem for him since high school. So, like, I don't understand. This never bothered no, him. This never came up when he was playing for the Eagles? So, no medical personnel for the Philadelphia Eagles picked up on this at all? So, that's not. Yeah, but, you know, you can't blame you can't blame that. Carson has to tell him if he's hurt. Um, yeah. And then Devontae Smith, you know, he's banged up. He sprained his knee at camp. He's going to be out for three weeks. Not too worried about that. I wouldn't worry about that one. When, when does, I when would, does the, uh, I guess the, uh, Hall of Fame game is this week, right? And yeah, then I think it's week, the Cowboys and the Steelers. Yeah. And then the following week is when we start having the games, correct? Yeah. I guess you're games. right, man. It's, it's or they have it up on us. Or, or are they having three? Are they having all the games this week? Or are they just having the one Hall of Fame game this week, and then the following week they start playing? I football. think it's one this week. That's like the the jump off point. The Hall of right. Fame, right? Yeah, because that's how they've always done it. And I would imagine. I just didn't know if 
in the COVID era, they would do that still, but I guess they are. So that's, uh, okay, so that starts it. And then we have the Sixers who are just a train wreck and they're a bunch of losers and they're, they're, they're in my doghouse for until further notice, Brad. Sixers well, are in least, my doghouse until least further till, notice. Before you, before you say that, let's at least wait till noon tomorrow. No. And see when the dust clears what what your team looks like. No. So far, I, I'm pretty happy with what the Knicks did. Bring, bring, being no, able to I'm actually just going to crush them. I'm just going to crush them and crush them and crush them and crush them because they're a bunch of loser, fraud, idiots that totally swindled and bamboozled this fan base into thinking it was a good idea to lose on purpose for five, six, seven straight years. It's a joke. It's a total joke. And they're no better than now than when they started. It's a joke. They lost in the second round when they traded Drew Holiday for Nerlens yeah, Noel. True. And they, they, they need, the second they round need, now. They need to uh they need to they need to just get rid of Ben Simmons. I mean, if anything, just just for the cap money, just to get some cap space. So they can go out and just change the uh change the way the team is. There are a lot of guards out there right now. There are a lot of pretty good point guards. Listen, they may not be as good defensively as Simmons, but you know, at least they're gonna at least they're gonna try to score. You know, they're not going to pass when they have a dunk. Uh, Prism 280, I'm just excited to see MSG fans in the playoffs again. As a Mavs fan, I can admit that's a magical atmosphere. Prism 280, who are you, like, who are, who are you affiliated with? Like, who are your teams? Say you're a Mavs fan. You, you Obviously, you know what you're talking about on, you know, the broad spectrum of sports. We obviously love having you here on the Sports Towns, but like, where are you from, and who are your, who are your teams? And there's Don Don nineteen checking in. We know he's Detroit all day. So hopefully, hopefully Prism two eighty can. So he doesn't he doesn't conduct himself like like I don't think he's a Philly fan. Prism two eighty. I don't know. I, he certainly he certainly uh, made friends with. Uh, some of our guests. <laughs> Correct. And then so, here's the Chris, Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger knows who he is. Chris Pronger certainly knows who he is. Uh, Washington ties it up with the Phillies 1-1. Uh, Washington hits a solo home run off of uh, Elian De Los Santos. So there you have it. 1-1. Prism 280. Mavs, NBA, hockey, Blackhawks, baseball, Expos, football. He follows TCU. He likes TCU. You're from Texas, right, Prism? Mavs, Blackhawks, Expos. Expos? They haven't been – well, I guess that – Don, Don, 19. Rob, would you do a Ben Simmons for Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley deal? Oh, I'd yes. do that in a second. Yes. I can't have Ben Simmons on my team next year. And honestly, honestly, I put the responsibility for forcing Ben out of town on Joel Embiid. Now, the day after the season last year, Ben Joel Embiid should have went into Daryl Morey's office and said, you got to get this guy out of here. We're never going to win with him. If you want to keep him, that's fine, but then you got to trade me. You got to pick between Joel Embiid should have made this Sixers franchise pick between him and Ben Simmons the day after he passed out that dunk. So, yes, I would trade – I mean, would I like to get a pick 
if I can get a first round pick, Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley, I'd be uh, that's a no brainer. I think Marvin Bagley's a really good power forward. I think he's got a lot of talent, and Buddy Heald can score. Yeah, I so, like Buddy Heald. I'm kind of, I'm kind of holding, holding out, holding out hope that the Knicks can find a way to bring him in. And then I um, doubt they will, though. You know, then I'm fine with not getting a point guard back for Ben Simmons because I have Tyrese Maxey, who's about to blossom into a hundred million dollar player. And then I can start. I can I can tell Danny Green to go pick, kick rocks because I think Matisse Thibel is ready to step up and be a starter. You're kind of taking a chance there, though. I mean, are both of them going to be? You think both of them are going to be? Yes, uh, I think they're, I think they're both going to be. Yes. Uh, well, Maxey, yes. You know, Matisse Thibel, he's not going to be a hundred million dollar player, but like. I don't see any reason he could he could sign a deal one day like the Evan Fournier deal that he just signed with the Knicks, four years, seventy eight million. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities at all. No, that's true. He should start. He can. He has the capability and the skill set to start on a good basketball team. Kind of like what the Knicks have done so far, Rob. Uh, Need to, uh, I'd like, as I said, like to see a point guard. Uh, very happy with Fournier now being being the uh, starting two guard. Uh, Derek Rose coming in off the bench would be need ideal. Star. You need a star, Brad. Huh? You need a star. Well, they got one already. Mm. Randall. Is he a star? He scored. He averaged twenty four points a game. Okay, I get it. But is he a star? Do you game plan was, for Julius Randle? He was Randall? last year. He was last year. I mean, he could. He's he's not good enough. Let's put it this way: he's very very good. Okay, but he's not good enough to win a playoff series by himself. He needs. I'll help. give it. I'll give. He's not a superstar, but I guess I'll give you a star. He's a star. He's not a superstar. I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't put him like he's on like the same team. level as as Tobias Harris. Oh, I think he's a little better than Tobias Harris. Mm. Gets more rebounds, gets to the line more, scores more. I mean, Don, after the Don, Don, had, Don, Don, Don nineteen, uh, he wants to know what I think about the bull Lonzo Ball to the Bulls trade. Um, I don't know what the Bulls are up to. Are they going to pay Levine too next year? I don't know. How but, did, how mean, did they pay both? Because if you remember, if you met, if you remember, Brad, at the trade deadline last year, the Bulls kind of surprised everyone and traded for Nikolai Vucevic out of Orlando, <laughs> an outstanding power forward. And they but have Levine. Can you, pay, can you pay? Can you pay Levine as well as 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 well after you just paid all that money for Ball? I mean, four years, eighty-five million dollars for Ball. That's twenty. That's twenty-one million a year. What? What is the? Uh, what? What's the cap? A hundred million? Hundred ten million? I mean, they're not a small. It's like they have Kobe White, who I like. They they're have Markin. Markin doesn't really fit there anymore with Vucevic because he doesn't want to come off the bench. They still have Levine. I think Thaddeus Young was a free agent because they have Vucevic. 
I just don't know, like, but like now, like you, you have a backcourt of uh, the bull. I can't figure out what they're doing. Unless there's like another shoot a fall. Like they've got Daniel Thice from, from Boston. Like that's a good role player. Temple. He's okay. Vucevic is awesome, but Kobe White, you don't have a place to play Kobe White now, who I think is a good player at UNC. Because, you know, you're obviously your starting ball, who's a pretty good player, and you're paying him $85 million, $20 million a year. And then, you know, you got Levine sitting there. So I don't know what I don't know what they're they're doing. As I know next season, Bradley Beal and Levine are both going to be free agents. So I'm just... I mean, that's another reason that Westbrook trade doesn't make any sense. Because, like, I mean, Bradley Beal, he's really good. Really good. But you need a guy with him. You need a guy with everyone. No one can win it by themselves. No. No. That's not going to happen. So... So, like, did you get closer to winning a championship if you're the Washington Wizards by trading Westbrook like they did and potentially losing Bradley Beal after this season? I don't know about that. I have a funny feeling that Bradley Beal is going to stay. I think he likes I think he likes it there. I've I never mean, he's heard gonna get I mean he's going to get a super max contract so he's going to he's going to have whatever it is 184 million dollars to like it there as well. Yeah, it, uh, does he I I've never heard him once criticize the uh, Wizards management or anything like that. He's From what I've understood, he seems to like it there. So I don't know that he's going anywhere. I don't know what the Bills – because Don Don 19, he says they, they – Bulls got Alex Caruso, who was a point guard role player for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers last season. So Kobe White might be gone. I mean, you're just going to give up on a young guy like Kobe White like that? I'll take Kobe White on the Sixers. That'd be cool. Unless they got something up their sleeve. Maybe they're not going to pay Levine or uh, Zach Levine and they're going to trade him. Maybe they'll trade him for Ben Simmons. That could happen. Um, Very strange, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm a little I, jealous. The Bulls, I really want to Bulls strike me as a team that's just kind of doing stuff. They're just doing stuff. They don't have a plan. Rob, I just don't see him. Them pay. He's not a twenty-one million dollar a year player yet. Who? Ball. Yeah, but he's got the tools, and I mean, he may grow into it, but they're paying him a lot of money now already. I don't think that's a bad contract. There's a lot of bad contracts to get handed out in the NBA. I don't think that that's one of them, in my opinion. Okay. He's he can really push pace, and he can make his teammates better. I mean, I saw him as a fifteen to eighteen million a year guy. Okay, he got twenty one. So, yeah. like, are you really that far off? No, I guess not. I guess not. One one, Phillies. Jose Alvarado in the game, bottom six. Just got Josh Bell looking to end the inning. That that's. Big get you gotta get some top of the order. Jankowski, Segura, Harper, keep you updated. Yankees are on the board. Four to one. Four to one. We'll see if they can rally. By the way, 
They have no hits tonight. They have no hits. They have no hits. They're in the sixth inning, and the guy's pitching a no-hitter. They scored a I run. I mean, it'd be nice if our teams could, you know, get something going here and get these wins because Miami's still beating the Mets 5-3 in the bottom of the fifth, and, and Tampa Bay's losing to Seattle 6-2. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, not like, it's not like we're playing – it's not like we're playing world, world beaters right now. All right, let's get back to some of these trades. About 15 minutes left in the flight zone. It'll take you through the remainder of the night. Um, I don't think the Mets did enough. I like what they did. I, I think they made a very solid trade with Baez. They got themselves another pitcher, which should help them. But the Mets just aren't that good right now. They, they really need – they they need to get uh, Lindor back, and I got to be honest, the uh, the situation right now with Michael Conforto is really getting to be bad in New York now. I believe he's under two hundred. I know the Mets fans are having a uh, a rather difficult time uh, cheering for him, to put it to put it mildly. In other words, he's getting booed out of the stadium right now for his ineptitude. Uh, Mets have a lot of problems. I just, how about their? How about the drama with their their first round pick, tenth overall, Kumar, Kumar Rocker out of Vanderbilt, and they didn't sign him. They didn't sign him because of a medical red flag. Don't you? Shouldn't they have like checked him out, like before they picked him? I think that they were upset about the fact that he may have lied about it, and I, I mean, think Scott that, Boris is his agent, so I wouldn't put anything. At, well, Scott Boris, is, Scott Boris is the slime of is the slime of baseball. I'd hire him if I was a good player in five seconds, though. Yeah, he's also ruined a few careers too, though, with his uh, being too greedy and overassessing people's talent. But he does have a habit of getting mediocre players overpaid. That's for sure. Uh, one thing on the Braves, they also got Eddie Rosario. From Cleveland, he was the other guy I was thinking of. They really loaded up their lineup, so and the fire sale continued uh, in Washington. They send outstanding setup man Daniel Hudson uh, to the San Diego Padres. Uh, Scherzer and Turner, obviously, they go to they go to they go to the Dodgers. I mean, I guess you have to put the Dodgers as the winners of the trade deadline, no? Here's something that I don't get. What happened with Trevor Story? I don't, I don't know. What is Colorado doing? Are they going to keep him? But, like, this is the, the – the Colorado, they just do stuff. They don't have a plan. You know, I mean, they, they, kept, just, they, mean, kept, they kept John Gray, who's a rental. Like they're gonna lose John. I would imagine they're gonna lose John Gray at the end of the season. He's not that great. And if I'm John well, Gray, well, they put a qualifying offer on him. Gray might take it. Maybe I would be trying to get the hell out of Colorado if I'm John Gray. I understand it must be, that. It must but be a nightmare to pitch every night in course. The field. qualifying the qualifying offer could be like 19 million bucks. Well, I mean, he, I'm sure he would take. I don't that. think John Gray. I don't think John Gray. Is well, like, why would Why would the Rockies, a small market team, offer John Gray nineteen million dollars on a qualifying offer? Well, if it's for one year. But he's not a nineteen million dollar player. 
No, I, guess, I, I suppose that. you I suppose you protect yourself because you get a draft pick if someone signs them. Isn't that how it works? Yes. Okay, so I guess then they're thinking that the first round draft pick that they get is going to uh But like who care? Like get Trevor Story out of there. Get um They should I I don't know Gray, Herman Marquez. I mean they they didn't guys they, out of there. Just reset they let, the whole thing. They let Aaron they did they trade Arenado or did he No he yeah, traded trade Arenado. They traded him. Yeah, they. I mean, what is with them that they're just letting all their top players go? And they don't not Trevor, play. but not Trevor Story. Right, they keep Trevor Story. I mean, that's and Trevor Story isn't even having that good a year this year. Nah, he's been hurt, and like uh, he is what he is. I think he's slightly overrated. He's just a power hitting shortstop who's a decent fielder. He gets well, he gets a, a lot of he's, he's a little bit better than a decent fielder. He's a very good fielder and no, he I think he gets run. overrated because of the power aspect. Um yeah, I'll give you that. And I don't know if he would hit as many home runs as he does outside of course field than he would than he does at course field. That's all. Yeah, no, I agree with you about that. That's that's uh, probably the Chicago probably White Sox, Brad. Absolutely like loaded they get Kimbrel, they get uh, Ryan Tapera, setup man, also from the Cubs, and they're they're able to grab Cesar Hernandez from the Cleveland Indians. That's um, a solid. That's a solid player there. Cesar Hernandez, solid, solid, solid ball player. Yes, he is. Um, He's a professional hitter. Matt Madrigal, who they're they were relying on. So he's hurt. He's a young guy. He's, he's out for the year. They send him to. Uh, Across town for Kimbrel, but Matt Madrigal could be Madrigal could be a, a big star. They're, he is highly uh, he's highly rated as a as a uh, as a as a future star. So, and then uh, Oakland, just two more here before we do our predictions uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, Toronto obviously gets Brad Hand and uh, Barrios helps a lot. I think they're going to make the playoffs. And Oakland, Oakland gets. Uh, Starling Mar- Marte. And it would appear that I have a visitor. Oh, yeah, you get the dog? Yes, the oh, big one. By the way, in case anybody hasn't seen this guy here, here it is. Oh, that's the – but you didn't get the mini golden doodle. No, the, she's she's the uh, big golden she's doodle. She's regular, and she's yeah. white. Yeah, she's an English cream golden doodle. So, like, how many pounds? Uh – She's over sixty now. Okay. And we, we little, when we got her, point. she was sixteen, so she's kind of uh, grown a little bit. And for some reason, she always seems to have to knock the door down. Yeah, but does here. the same thing. Yeah, he just he. <laughs> she just has smart. To They're very yeah. smart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, um, all right. So how do we see these? Let's start in the American League. Uh, we'll start, let's start in the, uh, let's start in the East. Well, let's start in the central because only one team's going to make it in the central. There's no point of even talking about it. It's the Chicago White Sox. Well, we've been on since the beginning of the season in the preseason. Look at the twins, 44 and 62 dead last. They may, they may end up being the worst team in the league at this point. Unbelievable. And then they held Byron Buxton. 
Yeah. I, I think they want to keep him. I mean, he's I think a great ball player. I, you know, a lot of guys who play in Minnesota love playing there. I, I have a feeling he might be one of those guys. So I think that they're going to keep him. I don't think that he, I don't think he's going anywhere. All right, what, about the West? what about the West, Brad? The West. I think you're going to, I think the Astros are going to run away with that division. I, Oakland. I was disappointed the Astros did. I was disappointed the Astros didn't add a starter. To have oh, I was him. I was relieved that they didn't add a starter. To be honest with you, I, I just had this horrible thought that Scherzer was going to be there. You know, and, and and it didn't happen, and that was just really surprising. To be honest with you, uh, I would have thought I would have thought that he would, that Houston would be all over that after after getting Justin Verlander one year and then Zach Greinke another year. I figured, okay, now they're going to get Scherzer. But when he went to the Dodgers, I was just a very happy person, to be honest with you. Yankees now down 6-1. Yep. To the Baltimore yep. They're having one of those nights, Rob. Can't take advantage of the Tampa Bay – I mean, presume Tampa Bay loss. Don't, um, don't, don't count – listen, don't count either team out. They're so both. are you going to are you gonna have three teams in the East make it, or are you going to have Oakland – no, I think the Yankee, I think the Yankees are going to beat out Oakland. I just the Yankees, the Yankees' schedule um, is such that they really should be able to take full advantage of this schedule and have a very strong month. I don't think Oakland is that is all is all that they're cracked up to be. I just don't. No, I think they miss Semyon. I think oh, big time, big time. I mean, Kane is a good player. Loriano is a good player. I'm not saying that they don't have a good team, but Matt Chapman is having a horrible season. He's he's a guy that that should have been that that should be hitting about 260, 270, and he's hitting about 215, and he's only got a, like maybe 10 to between 10 and 11 home runs, something along those lines. I know that in our fantasy league, I spent a lot of money to get him when somebody cut him. And he was so bad that I ended up cutting him. And that was after a huge investment to pick him up. So that would tell you just how bad I think he is. I, I just don't think Oakland is really well back. Elvis Andrews is not good anymore. No. You know, they're, they're just they're, – they're not that good. Chris Bassett's been okay. He He's supposed to be the ace, but he's been eminently hittable this year. You know, Manaya is is probably been their best pitcher, but Manaya very rarely goes more than more than five and two thirds to six innings. I mean, he's dynamite for he's dynamite for that for that amount of time, but he can be inconsistent as well. Uh, the rest of their pitching is really quite quite average, and you know their bullpen is. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Seattle finishing higher than Oakland. I mean, Oakland has no bullpen. They have good middle relief, but they they don't have a very strong closer right now. I mean, Jake Dykeman, isn't he the closer now? Yeah, he's in the back end. I, I'm I not mean, sure. I, I think they play games with their closer. Yeah, I think they use different guys. I mean, I don't. I just don't. I don't see it. I just don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're good enough. They're. They've really disappointed. Been very disappointing this year. I thought that they were going to win the division, and. Uh, Clearly, the Houston Astros have shown them who's the boss every time they played them. I mean, they've crushed them. So, I don't see it in Oakland. Uh, so, I have the Yankees winning the East, and then I have the wild card game of Tampa Bay, Toronto. 
Oh, you think the Red Sox are going to completely, completely fold the tents? I think you're going to see the Yankees. And I, I think, think Toronto's be better. Yankees. I mean, we just talked about Toronto adds hand. I know hand took the loss today. He kind of blew it uh, against the Indians in extra innings, but that that's okay. That happens sometimes. Their lineup just is just Vlad Guerrero Jr. is a beast. Bo Bichette is a beast. Springer is, is finally healthy. I, I can't uh, see. is an MVP. I can't see Boston falling that far down. I, they need I, a I, starter. They need a starting pitcher. Unless Chris Sale's coming back and just being a Cy Young candidate. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I can't pick everybody. No, that's true. It's like five games. Toronto's five back in the loss column of Boston. Yankees are four back. I don't know. I just it's a. I think that's a. I think that's a lot to ask. The Yankees finally got their first hit. And then I think I think Seattle finishes just just out. Yeah, I, I think Seattle is kind of they're doing good things. They they are, but I think they're kind of in, they're, they're kind of the smoke and mirrors team. I just I can't. Again, they they have a lot of guys that they have a lot of young players, so they haven't they haven't proven that they can do it for a whole season. I mean, I like Machaniger, but I mean, other than other than him, really, what guys on their team are are, are going to make it the whole? It's Coro, well, this Tyler. This guy t- Tyler France is starting to hit. Dylan Moore is starting to hit. Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager's been having a pretty pretty good season. He's been having a very good season. But I mean, Tor- Abraham Toro is he is he all is he all that? I mean, really? I, mean, I know he got. I know he's gotten hot. Yeah, and, I know he has. But but is that? But gonna, I mean, he is what he is. I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, switching over to the National League. We got a few minutes left here. Uh, hand you out the flight zone starting around nine thirty. Brad, don't look now. But the Milwaukee Brewers are sixty three and forty three. They added Eduardo Escobar at the trade deadline. They have three tremendous, tremendous starting pitchers at the top of their rotation in Woodruff, Corbin Burns, and Freddie Peralta. Oh, they're 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 solid. If they can get uh, they got Yelich, their they got their old they, they got their old re, their old closer back to uh Axel, Axford, like, Axford, yeah. yeah. He's older now, so we'll see how that works out. Josh Hader did go on the COVID list today. So that yeah, might be that, that could that could hurt, but you know what? They've got and the Phillies, the Phillies have taken the lead in Washington on a wild pitch. Uh Gene Segura scampers in from third, so Phillies up two one. They, they got to hold this one. They got to hold this down. They got to win this baseball game. But, I mean, the Brewers, I mean, they're seven games up on the Reds. I don't think the Reds are they, – they don't have what it takes. So, the Central, that's a one-bid league. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see who you like in the East. I got to go with Atlanta right now. So, you're going to go with Atlanta. They, yeah. need Ian, they need Ian Anderson back and healthy. Yeah, I I agree. I agree, but they'll get him I'm back. Gonna pick, I'm going to pick the Phillies. I'm going to pick the Phillies in the East. And then, like, it's one from the Central, it's one from the East, and it's three from the – Yeah, I mean, you're, three you're, from, you're, looking at, you're looking at San Diego, obviously the Giants and the Dodgers. Well, we got to see about – because Tatis did get hurt over the weekend. I believe he's going to go on the DL, so we'll see how that shakes out. The Reds are three games back in the loss column to the Padres. Yeah, don't throw don't throw the Reds out, but it's highly unlikely 
Yeah, you're gonna. I, I, I'll tell you what. After watching, after watching them, they can hit. And Castellanos right now is out, which ah. hurts. But they're. Uh, I wonder about them with their bullpen. I, I really do. I mean, so you I, know, would, I, I see them. I see them in the tenth inning of a big game against the Mets. And who comes into the game? Luis Sessa. You remember him, right? Yes. With the Yankees, he just—they just traded for him. Yeah, they just traded him away. When I saw him come in in the tenth inning, I said to myself, "I wonder if this guy is even going to record an out." And sure enough, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. I do think the Dodgers are going to overtake the Giants. Yeah, I, you know, we've both been saying that all year that the Giants Look, aren't. The Giants are real. Yeah, at this point, the Giants this are real. They're, they're here to stay. They got Chris Bryant. Their, their pitchers haven't gone anywhere. Can make the argument for Kevin Gosman as, as a Cy Young guy. Kapler's got to be the manager. Gabe Kapler's got to be the manager of the year. Yeah, I, I as much as I hate to say that, I think you're right about that. I'll tell you what, the Mets, the Mets manager, you got to give him a lot of credit with all the injuries the Mets have had. For him to be able to keep that team together is pretty remarkable. And I think it's going to be. I think. I think it's going to be Dodgers Yankees. Yeah, I don't know. I, I. I still. I still think Houston might be the team to beat. As much as I hate to say that, because I just can't stand. No, Houston. I, I, I take it back. I'll, I'll take the White Sox. The White Sox are better. I hope with the, so. With the with the moves that they made with Cesar Hernandez, Kimbrel, and uh, and don't forget Eloy Jimenez is going to be back. I know that I know that he, he got hurt again though. Yeah, he he uh, he uh, he has a tight groin, but he didn't tear it, so he'll probably be back in a week or two. So, but they're going to get him back. They're going to get Robert back. Uh, they're they're going to be a very tough team to beat. You know, they've got real good pit. They good. They have good, experienced pitching. And their bullpen, I mean, Kimbrell and Hendricks, boy, oh boy. If they, it, it, with them, it's going to be a seven inning game. Terrapa is good too, the setup guy from the. Tempura, yeah. He, he's a really good help. pitcher too. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not automatic. Kopech, like, Kopech's been doing well for them, a high strikeout guy. You yeah, he's not. Bryce. You can't send Bryce Harper on that. That's not deep enough. What, did he get thrown out? He got. He got thrown out trying to tag up on a sack fly. Oh, geez. It just wasn't deep enough. I don't know. Um, all right, that'll do it for this session of the Sports House. Thank you to our great sponsors. Thank you to everyone who liked, commented, subscribed, shared our program. Thank you to Frank Vesby for producing the program. Until next Monday, he's Brad Ryer. I'm Rob Brinkman. Peace out, everybody. Good night.